Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Welcome back. As always, I'm your host, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. But before we dive into today's episode of Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, and I have with me a very special, special, beautiful, gorgeous guest, and I cannot wait to share all of her insights with you. But before we dive in, don't forget that if you need extra support on your journey to self-love and self-care, you can always grab our self-love journal, which is right here. It's an amazing companion piece. Also, be sure to check out all the links down below in our description box and show notes. You can get on our newsletter, which was 100% free and you get a free self-love guide. We also have courses and coaching for you and other fun goodies. So just treat yourself and check out everything down below. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. I have the wonderful Sarah Ray with me. She is an author, she's a podcaster, and she is a manifesting manifestation coach. And I cannot wait to dive in. So welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me, Candy. I appreciate it. I loved having you on my podcast. So I'm excited to be on yours. That's right, you guys. I was on Sarah Ray's podcast, so be sure to check it out. It was all about self-forgiveness, and that's such a big, juicy, very, very, sometimes overlooked, but extremely important topic, and I am honored to have her here with us today talking all things manifestation. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm (laughs) jazzed. So, Sarah, do you want to start out with just telling us a little bit about you and then your journey to manifestation and how you got into being a manifestation coach? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Sarah Ray. I uh, host the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. So if you're listening to podcasts, definitely check that one out. They jive very well together, these two ones, (laughs) Sugar Pills and Spiritually Inspired. Um, Yeah, I am all about all things magical and mindful. And kind of manifesting just kind of eventually got lumped into that because I realized after having basically manifested successfully multiple times on repeat, I kind of realized what the secret sauce was, so to speak, or like what you kind of need to have in order to have a successful manifestation experience. But along the way, I also realized that manifesting is something we're always doing, right? So just, I've been on a spiritually inspired path my whole life. And the last 10 years has been really purposeful. And I would say the last like 
three-ish years has been really focused on law of attraction work and manifesting work. And the reason why I decided to pivot from being just an author to also being a manifesting coach is because when I had my baby almost exactly two years ago, I manifested my absolute perfect birthing experience despite intense amounts of anxiety and uncertainty um, and a lot of symptoms going on with pregnancy as well. So that is really what solidified the process that has essentially become my manifesting program and my basis for all my coaching that I do. So that's kind of how I got into it. I've always loved spirituality, but from having manifested successfully so many times, I realized it's essentially the tricks to it. I love that. So first, I, w- I want your opinion because I'm I'm so excited for this. How do you define, I really am, <laughs> how do you define manifestation? Like what does it, what's the definition of manifestation for you? Yes, I love solid questions like this. Manifesting is c- deliberate co-creation with the universe. Mm. That's how I define it. Because the thing yes. is that we are always manifesting. Like I said, it's something that you cannot not do. But the way I see manifesting is mindful manifesting or deliberate manifesting or hmm, manifest on purpose, the name of my program. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's very much deliberately co-creating your reality with the universe. It's not the same as wishing because that Mm -hmm. is just, you know, putting things out there. The way I view manifesting is that it has to be a a two-way street. The universe is putting in their half, you're putting in your half. And we can talk more in detail, obviously, about what that entails. But then together you are creating what is possible for you. Your dream reality, things that you don't even realize are possible or or within your reach. That's what manifesting is. I love that. And I love that you make the distinction about deliberate because like you said, we're always manifesting you know our beliefs are always manifesting our our you know thoughts become things all of the time but the difference is are you doing it with intentionality are you doing it deliberately are you doing it within a vision are you doing it just like you said are you manifesting on purpose you know purposeful or are you stuck in that autopilot and you think victimhood you know everything's happening to me because you lack the the perspective that no nothing's happening to you you're actually creating everything it's just whether or not you're creating it deliberately and that's why people would come to someone like you you know a coach to say hey you know what i feel like all of this stuff is happening in my life i feel like i don't have control i don't know what's going on you know and i know that i have things i want to experience how do i get from where i am to where i want to be and i think that first step is exactly like you said shifting your perspective from things are happening to me to things are happening through me right absolutely yeah i would say that's absolutely the first step and also another crucial thing is that people often realize that they feel stuck right and they Mm -hmm. often feel like you know this what isn't working i need help but what they don't realize is that they deep down they don't think what they want is possible and not from like a self-worth place but a lot of people don't think that their dreams are possible people every single day mostly people that are close to me in my circle tell me that they, it's not possible to do what you love for a living. That's you Mm -hmm. work so you can do what you love as a hobby. That is like a solidified belief that I feel like is just in the collective right now that we're all collectively working to, to get rid of, Mm -hmm. but people don't believe that their manifestation is possible. So I feel like those are the two biggest hurdles you have to get through. And then once you move through those things, you get rid of victimhood, you realize what's possible or your biggest dream is possible, then you're on the path to deliberate manifesting. 
I love that. And you said you figured out the secret sauce. Do you want to share some of that sauce with us? Yeah, absolutely. So I wish I was more creative with my word choices, but I'm really not. You think as a writer, I would be able to come up with something fancier, but but basically this is like a four phase manifesting system that we have here. I like to picture, because I'm a Libra, I like to picture a four point scale uh, because each of these scales represents one of each of these four phases. And we have to always be in balance or like strive for harmony, strive for as much balance as we possibly can. And once that is all in balance, that's when manifesting is at its peak. So these four phases really quick, they are mindset shifting, um, intuitive planning, purposeful action and letting go. And I usually list them in that phase because that's usually how most yeah. people go Say through Say those four again time. a yeah. little bit slower because I'm absolutely. taking notes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is going to be a workshop for everybody. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is this is the basis of my entire brand right here. So yes. mindset shifting, mm-hmm. intuitive planning, purposeful action, and letting go. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I say them in that order typically, because that's usually the, f- the first time you explore this idea. That's typically the route that you take. But the idea is that you're meant to interchange. You're meant to go, okay, I need to work on this a little bit. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to bounce. You're constantly working to keep that four point scale in balance or in harmony, mm-hmm. depending if you like the word balance or not. Some people don't, but yeah, you're <laughs> always working on, on that harmony. And then that's when you can really maximize your manifesting potential. And of course, each one of those has a bunch of different work within it, not just taking action. There's a bunch of different uh, mini action steps you can take within each of those phases. Mm -hmm. And that's also how I can help people determine like where they are. Like I ask them some questions and it helps me pinpoint what phase is like way down here, like what point of the scale is like way off or what ones are way too high so we can level Mm -hmm. things out. Yeah. So for this first step, so the mindset shifting, I feel like that's what we kind of touched upon like the the mindset belief system of I have the power to actually manifest deliberately. So therefore, you know, things are happening for me and through me rather than just to me. And then also, I think you brought up a really great point because sometimes we always talk about, you know, work on your worthiness, but sometimes it's just working on your limiting belief of people in general. This just isn't the way the world works. And that's that kind of that belief that people have that keep them stuck, you know? Um, I don't want to dive too much into like conspiracy theories, but I think there's a reason why, you know, 99% have a certain belief system while 1% doesn't, (laughs) but Mm. that's for a whole other conversation. We can save that for the next podcast (laughs) because I totally 100% agree. Right? It's like, there is a reason why. There absolutely is. Yeah. And it's fishy. We'll just and it's, say. it's very it's very sus, fishy. As the kids say, hundred <laughs> percent. So it's also that mindset shift of yes, of course, self worth, but also just in general, you know, opening up your your mind and open up and opening up your your spirit to the possibility of miracles or magic or you know whatever you want to call it. Um, that can happen in your life. And the only reason why we think that they're miracles or magic is because we're taught that they're impossible. So when the impossible happens, we think that must be a magic. It must be luck. It must be a trick or something, but it's like, no, it's not even magic. It's not even a miracle. It's not a luck or a trick. It's just, you've actually tapped into your divine power that you've always had, but you were taught to ignore or taught to not believe. Right. Right. And so I I love that mindset shift. So do you want to talk a little bit about intuitive planning? Yeah. Yeah. Those, these two go really well together. Um, They kind of, they tend to bleed into each other. So your intuitive planning, you have to get to it through your mindset shifting because you can't 
really plan what you're going to do unless you are really clear about what it is that you want. And you'd be surprised that a lot of people, once they start, once I start digging deep with them, they're like, oh, wait, I guess I don't actually know what I want. Because I go, okay, why do you want that? Why do you want that? Why do you want that? Just continuously asking why until I hear I don't know. That's what I know we're striking gold <laughs> because you have to be really clear. So that's mindset. That's more like where they bleed together. Um, yeah. But then once you are really clear, you can um, sort of work backwards. I don't like to get too like strict about what it takes to achieve goals because they do work. Very, manifesting and goal achieving work very well together. And they're basically yeah. just two ways of looking at the same thing, in my opinion, anyway. But yeah. we because of the next not the next one because of the letting go phase we have to be open and i don't like to plan perpetually into the future but you do need to get the ball rolling so this is this is kind of like the manifesting contradiction here you have to plan and then you have to take action which is the next phase right i can mm -hmm. only coach you so much at some point you got to do something right um but you have to have that balance of that intuitive plan but also letting go okay gotcha. so intuitive planning really comes from a place of knowing what it is that you really want that's in line with your soul purpose mm -hmm. and understanding that it is for you it is possible also what do i have to do to kind of tell the universe that i have to get there and i can't answer that question for you without mm -hmm. sitting right in front of you and talking it out but even then that's your that's where the intuition comes in your intuition is telling you hey you need to go explore this you need to go in this direction and that will take you where you need to go i hope mm -hmm. that answers your question so far no, it does. It does. I like when I do my um, podcast interviews, I always like take notes because so oh, yeah. it's, it's so much yes. fun. Um, so, so much came up and I, I love that. And I also love how you said how mindset shifting and intuitive planning, you know, they're connected, which they really are. And what came up for me is like the shift in authority. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like when we're doing our mindset shift from the belief of what isn't possible the authority is outside of you. It's what society told you is possible. It's what your parents told you is possible. It's what, you know, you saw on TV, what you, what your sibling said, or the cool kids or whatever the case is, you're, you're the authority and power is outside of you. That's why you think this isn't possible for me, you know, or, or I can't get that. But when you have intuitive planning, the authority intuition inherently is from within. So now yeah. you are the authority of what you want and what your dreams and what your desires and and what your goals are. And that's why you're saying a lot of people don't even know because they're always looking outside of themselves for um, validation and approval of who they should be and what they can have and what they should want when you should and how they get it and how they get it. Exactly. That's the key and how they get it. You have to work hard. Life is hard. You have to pay your dues. Yeah. You know, people like you don't get that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> and so, right. But it, but like you said, the intuitive shifts from within and you talk and you're like, well, what do you want? What do you want? And you're like, I don't know. Well, you have to look in. And I also think a part of that shifting the authority to outside of me to inside of me, I think it gives us permission to, own our desire yeah. to own our dream to own our goal and to know that it's safe not only to want these things but it's safe to have these things you know sometimes we're conditioned to think it's not safe to want a loving relationship it's not safe to want money or to be yeah. rich right it's not safe to want an easy life you know all of that stuff so i think that you know that shift starting with the mindset and then going inward it gives you permission not just to want your dreams, but to know that if you have them, you're still safe. Yeah. I like how you phrased that because 
every week in my Facebook group, we go live and do a Reiki share and it's just very channeled. Almost always some form of it is safe to have this. I am safe will come through and be mm -hmm. said. And people are like, I really needed that. And they say, that's my favorite affirmation. It's safe to be successful. It's safe yeah. to have money. It's safe to do all. Yeah. People often don't realize that they don't, they've been conditioned that they feel it's unsafe. And this is why mm -hmm. the work with a coach is so powerful because you just don't know what you don't know. And it's not your fault. You just, mm -hmm. your ego put up the wall. Um, and I love how you framed it as switching the authority from outside of me to within me, because that is what's mm -hmm. empowering. What's more oh, yeah. empowering than realizing you're in control and the mindset shifting phase really illustrates that because you realize a you're in control of your thoughts b you're in control of your actions and c you're in control of how people perceive you to a certain extent right so you have a lot more control than you think you do um you know again not to go too deep into conspiracy theories but they don't want you to think that you do i love a conspiracy theory. <laughs> the world, That's they the, the mysterious group of people that rule the world they yep. they do not want you to realize how powerful you actually are. Like, exactly. And that, that's part of why this work is so pr prominent right now is people are waking up, not to go too far into the conspiracy thing, but that's just yes. a spiritual awakening. Yeah. And people to realize that you are, have your own power and you are your own author authority mm -hmm. and it is safe to do that. Like what's really going to happen? Like, yeah, <laughs> like it's fine. Like right. it's totally it's fine. Exactly. So it's not nearly as scary as people think that it is either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you cut out the limiting beliefs that were put in place on purpose to keep people stuck, keep people yeah. on a hamster wheel, keep people in line, essentially. Um, once you shift out of that, then you really step into your intrinsic divine power and authority that you have, that yes. they're all tapping into. Because this is the biggest secret, you know, you don't have to be a good person. You don't even oh, yeah, have to no. have good intentions to get what you want, to manifest, all of that stuff. Because yeah. the law works universally at all times, and, and it's universal. Mm -hmm. So whether or not your attention is good, if you work the law of attraction, if you work the law of assumption, if you work these things, it's going to work for you. Yeah. That's why there's a lot of, quote, bad people who have everything they want in the world. Power, right. money, access, love, all of it. And then there's, so, and then there's also really good people who just can't get ahead. Bad things keep happening to them. They're, they can't get Good what they want. Good people finish last. Good people finish last, all of that stuff, you know? Um, so it's not even about that. It's about tapping into your divine power that lives within you, whether you're a quote good or bad. And sometimes that's even just subjective. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is for sure. And I yeah. love how this conversation went this direction because people need to realize that we are all equal in the eyes of the universe, right? Yeah. So yes, they have certain privileges and we can't deny these sorts of things in the world, right? And part of that I believe is part of what's for this life in this earth school for our soul. Mm -hmm. But also you can go anywhere. You have free will to do and learn anything and yeah. you can choose to disregard what people tell you or you can take them to heart, which is the default by the way. Yeah. <laughs> or you can specifically choose what comes and stays into your space that's huge yeah. too. 100%. I think that should be the most empowering thing in the world yeah. is that it actually does not matter who you are. You have every single person, as long as you have breath, as long as you have life, you have the potential to tap into your intrinsic power, no matter what the circumstance is. That should be the most empowering thing 
forever. That's how you have some people who are homeless and then they become millionaires. And that's how sometimes you have people who are millionaires and they end up being homeless <laughs> because it works all the time. And it and it's it's no what's the word? Um whatever it doesn't discriminate it doesn't discriminate it's it's, yeah. it's all there it's intrinsic you know yeah right because yeah. it is intrinsic to life because your exactly. animals are like that too your plants are like that too mm -hmm. they just don't consciously think of the law of attraction the way yeah. that we do but they are also experiencing it like plants either attract what they need or they don't right yeah so. now how do you define and then and then we'll get into um the action and letting go part, but how do you define the law of attraction? Yeah. So it is like you mentioned a universally applicable law to everybody that, that is, um, basically it's hard to not, it's hard to paraphrase such a simple definition because yeah. most people say like attracts like, but that is true. Mm -hmm. But what, and I say, I've, I've done like a hundred podcast episodes about this to clearly define the law yeah, of really your energetic blueprint yeah. is emanating out from you and the universe is simply responding to that. So mm -hmm. that's what makes it a loss because it's never not doing this. Um, some people hear the word law and they think, well, where's the proof? And I get asked this a lot. Where's the evidence? The evidence is that you always see attract more of what you think of is true. So your brain is reinforcing what it believes to be the truth. And that's another way to look at the law of attraction because that's the neuroscience side of it. Mm -hmm. What your brain believes to be the truth comes from your subconscious, comes from the inner monologue, your affirmations, whatever, the limiting beliefs and all that we've already talked about that's in your head constantly. Mm -hmm. And because there's so much information, your brain has to filter through it. So it decides what's true. And then it always looks to reinforce what it believes is true because it's easier and takes less energy so let's just say you decide that you want to um, buy a pink Volkswagen. Okay? <laughs> so you go, hey, I, I want to manifest a pink Volks Volkswagen. You do the affirmations, you do all the stuff, all the mm -hmm. things. And all of a sudden you start realizing and seeing pink Volkswagens everywhere. Like how often do you really see a pink Vol Volkswagen? But you're like, hey, I just saw three this past yeah. week. Uh, that is the law of attraction at work because you're shifting your brain to focus on something else. Therefore, you're changing your energetic blueprint and the universe responds to that. This is why the mindset shifting phase is so important because right. your brain needs to literally be rewired to manifest and attract different energy. So it's not like a nice, clear definition because honestly, no, I don't really have okay. one. <laughs> but it sounds a lot more yeah. like um, the law of assumption. Have you gotten into that? Like I follow oh, yeah. more the law of assumption. Like I'm a big Neville Goddard person. Like I love Neville. Yeah, for sure. um, so I, I, I'm really more into and let me know what you think. Like for me, the law of attraction is, it's more of like a lifestyle. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it's it's more, like, lifestyle. Yeah. To me, I, to me, I think it's more of like a, a mental, cause I love talking about like mental lifestyles. It's just like my little thing. I should like trademark this cause I'm like so into it. But um, to me, it's more of like a, a mental lifestyle, be mindful, mindfulness. If I'm like feeling bad or when I'm like, focusing on the wrong thing to me the law of attraction is like hey you know what i want to feel better because i want to show appreciation to what i have and the whatever i appreciate you know through the law will come back to me so yeah. if i'm thinking about something bad and i change my mindset to think about something good and i'm appreciating you know health i'm appreciating freedom i'm appreciating whatever it is then 
you know, God, the universe is going to give me more of what I'm appreciating back to me, if that makes any sense. So yeah, that's kind sure. of like the like a trike, like a like, where if, or if I'm saying, you know, thank you for this, it's like, oh, you want that? You like that? We'll give you more of that. Yeah. But like the law of assumption, um, and I think the law of attraction, the law of assumption, they work like right hand in hand, is more of what is your belief system and what you actually believe is what shows up for you. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if I believe and if I change my subconscious mind or if I switch my mindset to believe that this is what I'm experiencing or this is what I'm worthy of or this is what I'm deserving of, then that then the universe, our reality has no choice but to reflect that back to us. Because right. if you go around thinking, you know, the world is horrible, the world is horrible, nothing good ever happens to me, there are no good men out there, I'm not worthy of this, then you're going to keep experiencing things that reinforces what you believe. So whatever you assume to be true will be true. Yeah, absolutely. And those thoughts are creating an energetic blueprint that is affecting exactly. how the energy that you radiate out which is also contributing to the fact that you can continue to see nothing but horrible people or whatever you're assuming to be true. So yes, we are assuming things, therefore they get reinforced. Mm -hmm. And because everything is energy, yep. we are creating like an energetic ripple onto the universe that the universe is responding to. So yeah, they're, they're two sides of the same coin, if you ask me. <laughs> I, think, I think they're the two that work together. So it's like the law of assumption, like what is my belief system, right? So if I believe, you know, um, I am the owner of a pink, was it what, a pink, what was a that? Volkswagen. <laughs> a, a pink Volkswagen, right. So it's like in my mind, like, cause like, we could like workshop it. Right. Yeah. So it's like, say what your goal is to be an owner of a pink Volkswagen and you don't know how it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to like all of, you don't know any of like the how stuff that's for God and the universe and divine to decide, but you know, you want that pink Volkswagen. So I'm going to say, okay, that's what I want. And I'm going to do my affirmations and maybe scripting. And we can get into some of the other techniques in a little bit. But let's just say affirmations, right? So I'm going to tap into my law of assumption. And I'm just going to assume, I'm going to affirm, you know, um, I'm so happy and grateful that I am now the owner of a pink Volkswagen. I love driving my pink Volkswagen. You know, I feel so good in my pink Volkswagen, blah, 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 blah. So now you are assuming you're, you're stepping into the embodied version of yourself that has that pink Volkswagen. And yes. since that's where you are now landing energetically, that's where you are, that's who you be. Now through the law of attraction, you're going to attract that energy back to you of being in that of being that version in your reality of the person who has the pink Volkswagen. Yes. So what you just described was the perfect addition of the mindset shifting phase. Yeah. So now that you um, are essentially activating a different energy in your body, yep. you go on to intuitive planning. What am I going to do to get the Volkswagen? Okay. I'm going to call around. I'm going to expand my search. I'm going to, you know, be willing to go outside the States or whatever, um, mm -hmm. where I, whatever needs to do. You're going to take certain action steps, but you're not going to focus too hard about what the steps are. You're just going to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. And so that's intuitive planning phase, right? You're like, start calling around, doing all that stuff. And now as you're taking action, you're letting go a little bit. You're saying, Hey, I trust the universe. I mm -hmm. trust all this. I know what's going to happen. And then it happens. And I also yeah. want to bring up the, um, 
this whole idea of like trying to manifest something very specific versus mm -hmm. being really general. Like both of them are really That's possible. Like one. you absolutely could manifest exactly what it is that you're looking for. If you are in perfect divine alignment with that, not like your energy necessarily, but like, if that is part of your soul path, that it is not interfering with what your soul purpose is in any way, mm -hmm. if it's um, something that can support you from a spiritually inspired soul perspective, then yes, it will manifest in your life. If not something bigger and better will. So maybe not a pink Volkswagen, but maybe something that you didn't even realize you wanted. Right. So I kind of mentioned that at the beginning yeah. that a lot of things come to us that we never realized we wanted, uh, but you can also focus on manifesting feelings. And I find that this is, um, this is really good for people who are already like kind of in that spiritual place like they already kind of live a spiritual lifestyle it's a lot easier for them to manifest feelings than it is to manifest specific things so let's just say instead of a pink volkswagen i would like i just want to manifest a pretty car that gets me from a to b that i love ah, yeah so there's there's the difference here and i tend to go that route of manifesting because that's where mm -hmm. i am on my journey but i yeah. help people in all all regards um because I find that some people get a little disappointed if they don't manifest the perfect pink Volkswagen, right? They're like, oh, mm -hmm. this is what I want. It's not working. This doesn't work. This isn't real. When I'm like, okay, well, first off, did you believe it was possible? You know, we go through all the tick, tick boxes we already went yeah. through. And then yeah. second, it's like, were you truly working on the feeling that you want to manifest, not just the thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So instead of focusing that. so hard, like instead of focusing so hard on just that one specific thing that's not leaving the universe enough wiggle room to work its magic yeah so you have to leave the universe enough wiggle room this is why i keep saying you have to get the ball rolling but you have to be open to where the journey takes you no a hundred percent and i'm so happy you brought up um the magic to happen because i know for me whenever i'm focused on like one thing like this actually just happened last week i was um shopping for a new car. And I had a very, very specific car in mind that I wanted. But then I was also looking for another very specific car, which was like exactly like my last car. And so I was kind of conflicted because I was like, I really want this one type of car. And then but I was like looking for this other one. And so I was kind of like conflicted. And I just said, you know what, God, let my decision be clear and let it be easy. Let it be clear and let it nice. be easy. Because I find I that, that I find that when I'm uncertain or I'm not sure, I always think, well, why am I leaning on just like me? Like when I have God, I have the universe, I have divine feminine energy, I have guardian angels, I, I, I have everything at my disposal. You know, yes, I have my own intuition, but why not tap into all, all of that that is literally just waiting for me to say help? <laughs> exactly. You know, they're waiting for you to say help. Literally, they are here to to help us and to sitting on the edge of their seats, waiting. Sitting on their edge of their seats. So I just said, you know what, God, you know, um, like guardian angel, holy spirit. I was like, just make my decision clear and make it easy. Whatever it is is supposed to be, just make it clear and make it easy. And so I was looking at different cars and I was like, you know what? this is it didn't sit right so i didn't get it and then the car ended up getting the decision was very clear it was on the same exact date that i had gotten my other car valentine's day um my little gift to myself and <laughs> it was very easy the process was smooth it was super easy like it was literally the whole transaction was like under like 15 20 minutes it was fine and i was like okay so this is clear and this is easy this is great and then i also say um like when I'm have very specific things in mind that I want, like I want this amount or I want this or I want that. And I say, 
but I but I ask you to show up and show out in my life. Like I like I give you full reign to surprise and delight me. I am open and ready to receive your magic and your miracles in my life. Yeah. You know, because it's like I might know what I want. I might know I really want this, but maybe there's something way more spectacular out there. Exactly. You know? like, dream your biggest dream. Divine, yeah, and asking for that divine help and assistance, and letting it be easy and letting it be clear. Yes, because a lot of people that. operate that life has to be hard, it has to be difficult, you have to struggle, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't believe that. I believe life, life is easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. I absolutely agree. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and what this is essentially the letting go phase. You know, not only yeah. do I, am I open to receive surprises, spiritual surprises, but I trust that the universe is going to deliver. The universe oh, is not going to leave me hanging. Mm-mm. The universe wants me to be delighted and excited. The universe wants me to have the pink Volkswagen. Okay. God does. truly does. God cares about the trivial things that we care about. Yeah. This I am very important to God. Are you kidding yeah, me? Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> that me, you know, yeah. absolutely. You and, know, you know um, if it makes us happy, why can't we have it? So a lot of people also feel like they can, they have to save their manifestations for the big things. You know, I want to manifest a million dollars to donate to my favorite charity. And that is beautiful. A great place to start if you really are struggling with wanting to manifest things for yourself, a lot of people, a lot of women specifically also yeah. struggle with that. Um, but God wants you to have everything that delights you. Because like, why not? You're not, not meant to suffer. God no. wants you to be happy because when you're yeah. happy, God's happy because you are God, right? A hundred percent. And he wants us to have life and he wants to have it more abundantly. And also it goes to what we talked about earlier. We're always manifesting. Mm-hmm. So the idea of saving a manifestation literally doesn't exist. You can't save a manifestation. You're simply just manifesting lack. When right. you could be manifesting overflow and abundance, you're manifesting lack. So you're not saving a manifestation you're manifesting luck. Absolutely. We're always manifesting. Everything exactly. that we experience is just a manifestation of what our belief system is. If you believe, oh, I have to save this manifestation for abundance, then what you're saying is, I'm actually calling in the manifestation of lack. Because mm-hmm. you believe you have to wait, you believe you have to suffer, you believe you like the big stuff isn't for you right now, or whatever the case is, or there's only so much. That's also scarcity mindset. Why would you think you only have enough for one big manifestation? That doesn't make any sense, you know? Or that it's not going to happen if it's not a big thing. Like manifesting small things seems like, why would I waste my time? Or that's not, again, God doesn't care about that, which is just Mm -mm. not true, right? It it doesn't make any sense. And like we said, we're always manifesting. Right, exactly. So (laughs) you might as well. Why, why, like little big, it's all the same. Um, That's really, that's really funny. What are some of your favorite techniques oh no this is what i wanted to ask you when it came up i don't know are you into like florence gevelsheen at all uh that name does not sound familiar can you tell me like their their yeah she's like she's a philosopher spiritual person from like i want to say the 1700s or the 1900s Sure. Check, check it's you guys can google it florence gevelsheen but she's um very into like the law of assumption and the law of attraction 
And she says like the word is her, her word is her wand. And she talks a lot about affirmations. And it reminded me because one of her affirmations is I'm the daughter of the most high king and everything makes way for me. And I really take that to heart. Like yeah. when we were talking earlier about like, you know, God loves you and wants you to have a good life. And I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm the daughter of the most high king and everything makes way for me. And another affirmation I use is um, everyone loves me and wants to make my life easier. Like everyone, I, I love that one. Absolutely. And I say it in the times where it's like the most difficult, where I'm like, yep. this is the one I just need to like sit back and I'm just like, you know what? Everyone loves me and wants to make my life easier. Everyone I loves love me and wants to make my life easier. Like everyone does. They want to make life easier. It's great. And you would be surprised how the world shows up for you differently when you just decide it. Yep. When Absolutely. you just say, you know what? this is who I be and this is who I'm showing up as. Everyone loves me and wants to make my life easier. I'm the daughter of the most high king and everything makes way for me. My life is so easy. It's so carefree. I'm so supported, right? So, so like, I, I love that. And then you let go of the need for it to be that way. And then it becomes like a lot exactly. of people try to manifest abundance from a place of desperation. So they really struggle mm -hmm. with the letting go phase so they go, you know what? Everyone loves me and wants to make my life easy. And then they say, everyone loves me and wants to make my life easy. Everyone loves me and wants to make <laughs> they, they say it from not really a true place of embodiment. So 100%. if you feel like the law of attraction isn't working for you, or if it's just you're having a hard time, try to check yourself and see, mm -hmm. like, are you coming from a selfish place? Are you coming from a, a scarcity place? Even though you're using the word abundance, that's super common. Like mm -hmm. people basically, I, I caught this in myself for the longest time. I only focused on manifesting abundance. I literally did not care about manifesting anything else. So what mm -hmm. do you think I manifested? More lack. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. once I started to realize that abundance comes in so many forms and I can truly embody it that way, and I can let go and you say, hey, this is how it is. I assume it to be this way, even though I didn't know mm -hmm. the law of assumption words back then. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. assuming this is true. I am assuming the universe is going to bend over backwards for me. Therefore, I let go of the need to be in control of it. The need to know the details. That's a big one. The that's need to one. know exactly like what's going to happen. That's, that's hard. It's hard for a lot of people because the ego needs the how. And like I said, you have to start intuitive planning at some point, but you only do like a little bit. You do like 10% of the planning <laughs> and then you can keep going because you're going to go somewhere else. Like unless you yeah. already are able to predict like your absolute most perfect dream scenario that God wants for you, which I promise you, you cannot do that is beyond yeah. your human ability. You truly don't know what God has waiting for you. So you have to yeah. be willing to change and pivot. You have to be willing to, to go somewhere else, similar to what you were talking about with your experience. Yeah. And a couple of things came up when you were talking. One was, you know, when you're when you're in that place of desperation, because a lot of people come to manifestation, whether it's law of attraction, law of assumption, you know, all of it, just like you said, from a place of, you know, lack and desperation where it's like, oh, I really want to get I need money. I need money. Or I really want to get my ex back, which is a whole nother conversation. Oh, God, no. And like all of that stuff. Right. So you, they're coming from this place of desperation. And so I think you know, one way to sort of like clear it up is like, okay, well, if you can't go from where you are energetically and like, we get it, you know, we totally get it. You know, I think we've all been there and that's what kind of starts all of our spiritual journeys. Usually like 90% of people, they hit a point of crisis. And then that is actually what jumpstarts their spiritual journey. Some people can get there from straight joy. That's my 
now affirmation. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. if I have to learn any other lesson, God, let it be from a place of joy. I'm done with something. <laughs> You know, like I'm done. Like, you know, because you can you can elevate from joy or from suffering. Just usually it's from suffering. Um, So one thing you can do is say, you know what? I'm open to knowing that everything's working out for me. Like I'm open to knowing, I'm open to learning how to love myself. I'm open to learning to knowing that I'm a great manifester. I'm open to learning blah, 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 whatever the affirmation is, right? Like I'm just, I'm open to it. And I think if you start, with an openness, if you can't get to that affirmation and like feel it and mean it and want it, it's, it'll get you there. Or like, I'm going to know, you know, like, I, like setting it into it. And I think that's a good way to ease people depending on like where they are into it. Um, and then another thing that I always say is like, everything's always working out for my, for me in my favor. And if it's not working out for it, I do a little trick and I kind of laugh and I go, <laughs> I can't wait to see how God's going to work this out for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that curiosity uh, to it. And that, and it's that, that part of letting go where it's like, shit's really hitting the fan right now, <laughs> but I can't wait to see how God's going to turn this in my favor. Yeah. I can't wait to see how the universe is going to surprise and delight me. And that's kind of how you stay in the, in the knowing that, Maybe I don't understand why this is happening. Maybe this is not a good thing like that I'm perceiving in this particular moment. But I know in the end, I know once it's all said and done, God, universe, you know, whoever you want to say, the divine is going to work it in my favor. And I can't wait to see how that's going to happen. I can't yeah. wait to see how this is going to, you know, follow in my favor. Because I think those types of affirmations and those types of, you know, shifting your belief system really is what gives you hope. Yeah. And, hope and, and is it, the most powerful energy right next to love. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's really what gives you hope where it's like, all right, you know what? The money isn't flowing in right now, or I can't believe this bill came in, or I can't believe this person doesn't love me the way I love them, or I can't believe blah, 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 blah. Wow. I can't wait to see how God's going to turn this in my favor. Yeah. You know? You, you have the hope that you're going to get through it and not just through it, but you're going to be better for it. Right. Right. And you know that God will deliver. That trust is so important. And then when God does deliver, your trust is deepened. Mm-hmm. So, and you have to keep your eyes peeled. Like in this kind of circles back to keeping, making room for the magic, the universe to work its magic, that it can come to you in a really unexpected way. It might mm-hmm. be resolved in a way that seems out of left field to you. So you have to keep your eyes peeled. You have to be open to interpreting things in a different way. Things often hide in plain sight, solutions, abundance, whatever. It's often right there. That's also a conspiracy theory thing, but we won't go down there. (laughs) (laughs) We can do it another time because I love a good conspiracy theory. They're all trying to get us. We're not sheep. We can do this. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. For sure. What are some of your favorite um, manifestation techniques? Yeah. And, and what do you think the purpose of a technique is? Yeah. So the technique is the thing that's tangible. Uh, I'm assuming most of you, because I'm this way too, that 
we like tangible things. One of the reasons why I love crystals so much Mm because I can pick up a crystal and hold it in my hand and it's easier for me to perceive things. I can pick up my pencil and physically write my affirmation. God Mm -hmm. is bringing me joy and abundance and I see it. So I feel feel like part of it makes it a lot more tangible, a lot more real. And that helps people transform their energy. That helps people shift from thinking this way to thinking that way. Um, Some people who are a little bit more... um, well-versed in their spiritual experiences and their spiritual specialties are able to just think their way into manifesting something new. Mm-hmm. I would say that's like advanced manifesting for the average person. For yeah. most people, you do need techniques. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. My whole life mm-hmm. is, I mean, always right. been doing this my whole life, <laughs> but doing it mindfully for a long yeah. time. And I still do all these techniques. So scripting is the number one thing you mentioned it briefly. Yeah. Um, that's essentially when you're journaling the narrative of your dream, the narrative mm-hmm. of your dream life, as if, you were a novel writer and you're writing your own story, but you have to write it in the present tense. So you're saying, I wake up in my beautiful house. I go to my in-house library and I read my favorite book. It's, you have to phrase it the same way you would phrase your affirmations. Mm -hmm. Scripting is so, so powerful. And then this is the second technique. It's not really a tangible thing so much as, but it helps you. You take your scripting, you read it over and you visualize it in your head. So you're holding your journal, you're reading what you just wrote in the active present tense. It's basically one long affirmation um, Mm -hmm. and you're visualizing. So that's two techniques right there that you can do right next to each other, right off the bat. And this will help you, like I said, drop into that space of embodiment and embrace what it is that you're trying to manifest as if you already have it. Um, Another thing I really like to do is this isn't a super creative way to phrase this, but I like to catch things red-handed. So um, I like to notice like, hey, abundance. Like I will give you an abundance example. So my cousin is getting married in July. So I booked a super cute hotel in this Mm -hmm. adorable little town. It's like a boutique bed and breakfast. And I'm like, yes, I'm all over that. But it was like really expensive. I was like, oh man, my budget only maxes out at two nights. I was kind of bummed because I wanted to be like Mm -hmm. a fun vacation. Uh, Well, my mother, I told my mother-in-law and she goes, I already booked us a house for like five yes. nights and she's like, I already paid for it, all the stuff. And so, yeah. And so right there, when she told me that I literally said out loud abundance right there, <laughs> yeah. my husband does this often too, where he'll like find a random $20 bill and he'll be like abundance. And like that happens all the time. Random yep. checks in the mail are a real thing. We get them all the time abundance. Um, mm-hmm. So I like to call it out, catch it red handed right in the moment. And the, again, that helps you drop into that, energy of embodiment and it helps you realize the truth of your affirmation which i feel like is really powerful because you can state an affirmation and some of us are like well that's not true but then when you catch the truth of it when you see the evidence before your eyes you can't tell yourself that's not true anymore Um, yeah that's such a huge realization for so many of my clients where i go oh well you can't say you're not a professional anymore because you just got paid to do that thing and they're like oh so I am a professional. And then all of a sudden the affirmations are amplified because there's truth behind it. Mm-hmm. So when you catch it red handed, when you see it in the moment live out in the wild as, as it is, <laughs> it, it enforces the belief. Um, so that's a really powerful technique as well. And, you know, there's a million that you've yeah. heard a thousand times, you know, stating your affirmations, doing your meditation, which I think is a requirement for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Reiki, uh, this is a great technique that I like to do. I like to make a Reiki box. You guys, that's without Reiki as well. You can do it with crystals too. Uh, but I like to have a Reiki box and it's really pretty because I like pretty things. So yeah. I, I write on a little piece of paper and I say what it is I want to manifest. I'll use an example, which was carry a baby. And I put that in my Reiki box five years ago. And, you know, my baby's two years old now. Um, and I gave it Reiki and I just set it there. And I just know they're like my big dreams, like my really things that I know are many steps away from where I am right now, but yeah. I want to manifest them now. Um, so I say, 
put them there, give it Reiki, let it there. And I know the universe is working on it in on my behalf. Um, and it's really fun when you're able to leave it for a while and then go back to it and you open it up and you forgot some things and how they manifested. Another one was that I wrote was become a published author. That's mm -hmm. happened. So Yay. working on manifesting in the background is really great. The A more popular version of this is a vision board. Very mm -hmm. similar idea. But again, don't just put a picture of the pink Volkswagen on there. Put a picture of you feeling free because that's really what yeah. you're going for. Right? The car brings you liberation. So yeah, a lot of techniques. A lot of I different ways it. to do these things. I love it. I love those. I'm a huge fan of scripting. I love yeah. I love scripting and writing out my affirmations. And I do sort of like a, I almost do like a, a journal, like a scripting journal meets a vision board. So I have yeah. like a big notebook. I wish I could get it if it's in the other room, like a big notebook. <laughs> and I have like different images that I've like printed out. And I have on one side of the sheet will be like all the images and like all of that. And then on the other side of the sheet, I'm like scripting and affirming mm. and all of that. So I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and since we're also talking about, you know, law of assumption and I'm such a Goddard head, like I love Neville Goddard, like, like I need to calm down a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> Man, I'm such a dork for him. I love it. Um, if he was still alive. Anyway, but he always talks about living in the end, which is like the embodiment of having your manifestation. And that's exactly what you're saying. Like, that's what the techniques, the techniques get you into is living in the version of you, the embodied state that already has it. You know, yes. that's why when you're scripting, you're like, you know, I'm so happy that today we did blah, 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 blah. As if you are almost like remembering the experience of it. I think Joe Dispenza talks about this yeah. a lot too. He's sure. like, you know, are you just replaying past memories? So you're just remembering the past and that's what's regurgitating now in your present and future. But if you, you know, visualize, if you meditate on, you know, different images and different, you know, little I forgot what they called, but just like little like imaginal acts, right? Mm -hmm. You know, being in the car and like feeling the freedom or whatever it is, then you're actually creating, you're deliberately creating and living in your future. Yeah. And that's absolutely. really, and then, and then that's what calls it into your 3D reality. Right. Because it's you, in your mind. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, exactly. Yeah. It's in your mind <laughs> and you yeah. have to bypass the how. You're basically just going, I'm here now. That's where I want to be. Jump. Because the yeah. universe takes care of the how, so because you don't need to know It's the quantum leap. Yeah, like you know, it's the quantum yes. leap from where I'm, <laughs> from where I'm am. Am I going to be stuck in just thinking what I see around me is real and that's the only thing that's available? I'm just going to replay the past over and over, or am I going to quantum leap into the version of me that already has what it is I want, that already mm -hmm. has my desire? I'm living in the end. I'm embodying who that is, and then the world, the 3D reality, has no choice to meet me where I'm at now. That's the you know, law. That's the law. That's the mm -hmm. law. You know, and like you said, showing appreciation, like abundance, like, oh, you want abundance to appreciate that? We'll give you more. We'll give you more. We'll give you more because that's the state you're embodying. You're embodying mm -hmm. the state of appreciation. So then, you know, the world, God, the universe is going to give you more things to appreciate because that's the state you're embodying. But when you're embodying the state of, you know, I don't have anything, nothing works out for me, blah, 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 blah. Then it's like, well, if that's who you be, then that's what you're going to get. Exactly. You know, and the technique and the techniques get you into it. Another technique that they do is called SATs. It's called, I don't know if you heard of this. It's great. It's called, um, it's SAT. So it's a state akin to sleep. And it's basically like meditating and getting really deep inside and then visualizing whatever 
imaginal act, like in your imagination that you know represents you living in the end, the embodiment of your manifestation, and you kind of just fall asleep to that. In, yeah. Or you fall asleep in it, whether you're oh, taking. I have a name for what I do every night now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's called that. It's called a state of cool. to sleep. Like you I should, do that every single night. You should check out Neville Goddard. I think that. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. I've read like once a long time ago. So yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just like, if you want to talk about it, I'm like call me. Like, <laughs> we'll okay. Chat, we'll chat, we'll chat. And you know what's great. fun about these techniques is that they will bring up your blocks. This is what I like to talk about, yeah. like doing these techniques are going to show you exactly what your manifesting ceiling is so you can bust through it. The universe is mm -hmm. not shy in telling you what needs to happen. So let's just say you start doing these techniques, you start the scripting and all of a sudden you're like, I can't get past what my job is. That's the universe telling you that's your manifesting ceiling and you need to work to bust through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So don't skip out on all of these techniques. Don't yeah. just say, eh, and then turn us off and then, you know, forget we were talking in two minutes. <laughs> Go out and do the things, okay? Exactly. <laughs> do the things. And um, and another thing that you can do, and I think you touched upon this, but doesn't cost anything. You don't need anything. It's just inner conversations, inner dialogues. Like, might sound a little frou-frou, but, you know, they say, and like, I do this, I have inner conversations. Like if it, if there's something that I want to manifest or have a certain experience, like I will hear, it's called like the congratulations thing. And also just like inner dialogue, like I'll hear someone saying, Oh, congratulations, Candy on your new car. Congratulations on, you know, uh, your promotion. Congratulations on being pregnant or congratulations on your baby celebrating their third birthday. Like yeah. whatever it is, like you have those like inner conversations and dialogues with, a person or whatever. Probably um, your spirit guides talking to you. <laughs> maybe. Are they in different voices, Candy? Are they in different voices when you hear these voices? So what I do, I don't I don't hear outside voices. I pick a person that's like in my life. Okay. Um, I follow I follow like the Neville Garter technique. Okay. I was gonna say, are you just like hearing voices in your head, girlfriend? People are just talking to you. No, you that's not what's happening. And like, we had a welfare check on candy. <laughs> check. No, it's called um, and it's called inner conversations or inner dialogue. So what I no, it's inner conversations. It's inner yeah, conversations. The dialogue already is there, right? Yeah, the dialogue is already there. Where it's you take someone who's like already in your life or someone that you know, and like in it doesn't have to be in. I'm good. I, I can recreate the way the person talks, but it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. You just have to know who you're talking to who like, if your manifestation already came to pass, this would be an authentic conversation you would have, you know, like, say you want to manifest a new house, and you know that your mom would be the first person you called, or maybe it's your husband, or maybe it's whoever it is. And you in your mind hear your husband say, wow, I'm so happy that we have our new house. I can't wait to see how you decorate it. And you say, thank you. I'm so excited to decorate it too. Like you're having that inner conversation with the person who you would naturally have a conversation with mm -hmm. celebrating your manifestation coming to pass. I see it. That's awesome. That's, yeah. a, that's a good one. It's, and really it's also, good. again, really tangible because the whole idea of the technique is to bring it down into our earth lives. Mm -hmm. So we have to ground we can't live up here in our higher chakras forever as much as we would like to, because we are <laughs> humans, right? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. awesome. So much fun. Well, thank you, Sarah. This has been awesome. Yeah. Been so much fun. I know my cup is full and overflowing. Always. Yes. So <laughs> it's always was... a pleasure chatting with you. Oh, you too. You too. So if there was one 
kernel of wisdom, one nugget that you wanted to leave us with, what would that be? Is that you are not dreaming big enough. That is my kernel of wisdom because no, again, like I said earlier, no matter how big you're dreaming, no matter how intense you think you're dreaming, no matter what, what it is, I promise you that God has more in store for you. So your dream is never, ever, ever big enough because God is endless in his bounty and in his love for you. So you have to make sure that you are leaving wiggle room. <laughs> so by yeah. saying you're not dreaming big enough, that's my way of saying, allow the universe to b deliver what you're worthy of. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Create the space for magic and miracles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God wants to surprise and delight you. Yes. Yeah. 100 percent and everything will be linked down below to connect with sarah but do you want to just tell us where we can find you where we connect with you and also more about um manifesting on purpose yes thank you yes. For, for that yes so my podcast is at spirituallyinspired.co slash podcast um you can find spiritually inspired and my big old mug there on any <laughs> podcast app no matter where you're listening to this you can find me on there <laughs> um yes and my program manifest on purpose is a four week coaching and healing program because I am also a crystal Reiki master. So while we are coaching and busting through your manifesting ceiling for four weeks in a row, we're also doing quiet Reiki. So our sessions are a little bit longer. They're a little bit more um, intuitively guided for exactly what you need. But the idea is that each week is essentially dedicated to each of these phases. And honestly, I've seen people re change their entire lives. Pe women have gotten pregnant. Women have gotten engaged. Women have met amazing people. Women have moved. And I'm, this is a four-week program. So it's incredibly high value. It's awesome. Um, I've been doing it for a long time now. It's it's wonderful. So you can go to spirituallyinspired.co slash manifest if you want to learn more about that. Or just if you want to learn more about me in general, spirituallyinspired.co slash podcast. Yay. I love it. <laughs> love it. Well, thank you so much, Sarah Ray. This has been amazing. And for everybody watching and or listening, be sure to check out the description box and show notes for how you can connect with Sarah. Also, don't forget to grab our self-love journal. It is a really great companion piece. And also check out our newsletter. It is 100% free to join and you get a free self-love guide. And if you need extra guidance, you can grab some one-on-one -on -one coaching or check out some of our courses down below. My favorite one is the Art of Self-Love Masterclass. <sighs> That's my favorite one. So, but all, but check them out and see what you guys need. And as always, if you feel so inclined, be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel and the podcast, and also share this with a friend. Your journey to self-love and so forth, and manifesting the life of your dreams is always better with a little with a little bit of support, and just share it with someone who also might need it as well. Someone who might really find value in this. And as always, you guys, take care of yourself and each other. Until next time, I love you. Bye.
Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.